Hearing the Holy Spirit by Lynn Hardy The Small Quiet Voice However, when He, the Spirit of Truth, has come, He will guide you. John chapter 16 verse 13 NKJV But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things. John Chapter 14, verse 26, NKJ. When Jesus returned to heaven, he said it was better for us that he leave so he could send the Holy Spirit, who would teach us, guide us, help us, and write the laws of God on our hearts. John, chapter 16, verse 17, Jeremiah, chapter 31, verse 33. Our heart is not the thing that pumps our blood. It is what we cannot live without, our spirit. This is the breath of God, which is our eternal being. The word spirit is capitalized because it is the Greek word for the spirit of God, Holy Spirit. We also get the term born again from the time Jesus said, Truly, truly, I say to you, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. John chapter 3, 5 through 6, AKJV. Later in verse 7, Jesus uses the term born again to refer to this promise. Born of water was a common way to refer to babies carried in the womb, then coming into the world with the birthing water from the womb. This is further explained once Jesus has risen from the dead and appeared to hundreds of people, spending 40 days with his inner circle and his disciples. Jesus breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. John chapter 20 verse 22 Jesus always did what he saw his father doing. John chapter 5 verse 19. God breathed on Adam. Jesus breathed on his disciples. Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. The latter books of the Bible explained what occurred and revealed that it was for everyone who believes in God. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the good news of your salvation, and as a result believed in him, were stamped with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit, the one promised by Christ, as owned and protected by God. The Spirit is the guarantee, the first installment, the pledge, a foretaste of our inheritance until the redemption of God's own purchased possessions, his believers, to the praise of his glory. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 13 to 14, AMP. Now, it is God who establishes and confirms us in joint fellowship with you in Christ, and who has anointed us, empowering us with the gifts of the Spirit. It is he who has also put his seal on us, That is, he has appropriated us and certified us his.
and has given us the Holy Spirit in our hearts as a pledge, like a security deposit to guarantee the fulfillment of His promise of eternal life. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 21-22, to 22, AMP The Holy Spirit is one of the greatest promises of God. Everyone who has taken Jesus as Lord is sealed by the Holy Spirit. The root of the Greek word used here is savargis. It means an impression made by a signet ring by which anything is confirmed or proved. After Jesus breathed upon them, he instructed them concerning the Holy Spirit. For John baptized with water, but not many days from now you shall be baptized with, placed and introduced into the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 1 verse 5 AMPC The disciples had taken Jesus as Lord and had been sealed with a promise placed upon them by the Holy Spirit to do the work Jesus had for them. They needed more power, direction, and guidance from the Holy Spirit. But you shall receive power, ability, efficiency, and might when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends, the very bounds of the earth. Acts chapter 1 verse 8 AMPC Many people refer to this as the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The meaning of the Greek word baptizo is to overwhelm, immerse, or saturate. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He is gentle and many times doesn't move upon a person with strength until he is invited. When you are baptized by him, you are immersed or filled to overflowing with his power. For this reason, many of the salvation prayers include a part about receiving the Holy Spirit. Have you been baptized in the Holy Spirit so that he can guide you and use you for the work of the Father? If you aren't sure, you can ask him right now. Heavenly Father, your son declared that when he went to heaven, he would send the Holy Spirit to us. I ask now, Father, for the Holy Spirit to come and live in me, in my heart, and fill me to overflowing. Holy Spirit, I welcome you. Speak loudly to me and teach me. I ask all this in the name of my Savior, Jesus. Amen. You can also ask for a pastor of a church to pray for you to receive the Holy Spirit. But once you accept Jesus as your Lord, each of us has the right to do this for ourselves. By accepting the Holy Spirit inside you, He becomes one with your spirit, which makes you a whole new being that never existed on the inside. This is what Jesus was talking about when he said, We have to be born again, mixing two things together, like a sperm and an egg, creates a new being, a little baby. And when you add the Holy Spirit to your spirit, you become a son of God, Romans chapter 8 verse 6. Son is often used to refer to mankind, meaning both men and women. 
Once you have invited him in, the Holy Spirit can speak to you. There are three ways the Holy Spirit may speak to you in a quiet way. Gentle nudges, the small quiet voice, a peace or removal of peace. Gentle nudges. A nudge is a feeling that you need to do something. You may feel led to look in a certain spot for your keys. Often, we are drawn to talk to a person who has just the answers we need. These are the first steps of hearing from the Holy Spirit. Are there times when information comes to you that you have no way of knowing? Do you find yourself saying, I just knew that was going to happen? This is one aspect of a word knowledge, a gift of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit, who knows everything, brings you information that you have no natural way of knowing. More on this later. The small, quiet voice. The most common way he does this is in the small, quiet voice. 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 12. I heard from him for years and didn't know what was going on. See, angels believe in you. It's free. After I came back to God and asked him into my life, the voice inside my head, some call it our conscience, seemed to get very smart. Everything it said would come to pass. Like me, you may already be hearing from the Holy Spirit and not know it. The small, quiet voice sounds like your own voice in our minds. It can be our soul or even another spirit, but often it is the Holy Spirit. There are several ways to make sure it is the Holy Spirit. Here are two. Number one, does it line up with the Word of God? Number two, is it speaking in the love of God? These things should always be considered when listening to that small, quiet voice. God is love, and we are called to love even our enemies. If we are reading the Bible so we know who God is, and we are walking in love, then we can trust what we are hearing. Guided by peace, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also ye called in one body, and be ye thankful. Colossians chapter 3 verse 15 KJV There is a feeling of peace, of ease and calmness that the Holy Spirit will bring to your inner being when you are going in the right direction. If you are irritated, unsettled or anxious, this is not peace. The Amplified Version gives words in brackets that explain the original Greek words a little more. Let the peace of Christ, the inner calm of one who walks daily with him, be the controlling factor in your hearts, deciding and settling questions that arise. Colossians chapter 3 verse 15 AMP There will be an inner calm when you are walking with the Lord and your destiny. The controlling factor or rule is actually the Greek word which means to control or direct, to decide or determine. God will often use the inner peace to guide us in the right way to go. Hearing more from the Holy Spirit, 
There are three ways to help hear from the Holy Spirit instead of yourself. Speak in heavenly language. Read the Word of God. Listen to the Word of God from a trusted source. Let's go straight to the Bible to see how these help our spirit. As newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the Word, that ye may grow thereby. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2. KJV. When we are new Christians, we are born again. Just like a natural birth, we start out as babies. It is by feeding on the Word of God that we grow, like babies feeding on milk from their mothers. The Holy Spirit will use the words we read to help our spirit grow. This is the first step in hearing from God. So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Romans chapter 10 verse 17 ESV Jesus is the word. When we hear the word spoken, it strengthens our spirits. A strong spirit is able to receive more from God. We should both read and hear the word of God. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 4 KJV. Edifieth is the Greek word oxano, meaning to grow, to become greater, where we are growing. Speaking in an unknown tongue, heavenly language, causes our spiritual bodies to grow. It is our spirit that receives nourishment. When we pray in the heavenly language, we are exercising the connection with the Spirit, and our spiritual bodies are fed. In all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize Him, and He will make your path straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 6, AMPC The next time there seems to be zero chance of rain, and the small, quiet voice in your head says, Bring an umbrella when the rain comes. Say, Thank you, Holy Spirit, for telling me about the rain. This strengthens your relationship, and the light on your path will increase. Once, when my daughter was taking a math test, she would look at the answers before she began, and a voice would tell her which of the four multiple-choice answers were right. As she worked out the problems, she was amazed that each time the answer was the one she heard in her head. The Holy Spirit was training her to hear and recognize His voice. If you are married, many times the Holy Spirit will use your spouse to train you. A thought will come sounding like you. Don't say that. If you ignore that thought, a seemingly innocent remark will lead to an argument. Learn to acknowledge the real person behind the voice that sounds just like you. This gives him more authority to speak to you. God uses this way of speaking to people most often because it doesn't give the enemy access to us. Satan can project thoughts into our head, so we must test what we receive. God knows our thoughts. Luke Chapter 16, verses 1 through 13. Psalms 139, verses 2 through 4. First Chronicles, chapter 28, verse 9. 
Matthew chapter 12, verse 25. By limiting his influence in our lives to our thoughts, Satan cannot perceive what God is doing. It mitigates the consequences of our actions or lack of response to what we have been told. When angry, do not sin. Do not ever let your wrath, your exasperation, your fury, or indignation last until the sun goes down. Leave no such room or foothold for the devil. Give no opportunity to him. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 26 to 27, AMPC. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, KJV. The word of God is clear. We have an enemy. By heeding the small voice of the Holy Spirit, we can avoid many of the attacks of the enemy. The voice may be small and quiet. It's up to you to acknowledge our guide, the Holy Spirit. As we do this, it will be easier and easier to recognize his voice. But solid food is for mature people whose minds are trained by practice to distinguish good from evil. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 14, ISV. In order for God to bring us to the deep things of him, he expects us to grow. Discerning good from evil is to recognize the leading of the Holy Spirit's soft voice and act upon it. It is also about recognizing evil. We will cover that in another message.